Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. That's right, Mondays and Thursdays with your emails, your your DMs, your stories. All of your questions answered each week here on the podcast. I got my boy Shelby on the ones and twos, bringing us into the jazz lounge that is the J Train Podcast. Like and I know what Mon- you're thinking. What's chill that? Monday. It's a chill Monday or Thursday. That's right. It's a chill Monday or this is getting you... Ready to really sex up a weekend. And you know what? Protected sex. Consensual, protected, fun sex. Making out, kissing the neck, kissing down your body. And, And you know what? A lot of you wonder, what could I do with this podcast? Well, you can listen. You can get your highs. You can enjoy. You can also tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. And here's what you're doing when you do that. You're tickling the keys of their senses. You're tickling the keys of their anxieties. That's what this show is for. It's to bring you to another place. Take that brain, put it on the shelf, And if you're out there in YouTube land, hello, hello. I have a great announcement to make here. We have a date for the stand-up special. It's coming. It's coming. And we got a capacity audience here. Shelby, they come virtually. They're here. Unbelievable. Great to have you here. Do we got the audience? Are they here? Yeah, wild as usual, always in attendance, always energetic, that's what it's about. Yeah, the stand-up special is coming, March 2nd, it's called Socially Distanced, of course, it was taped on New Year's Eve, it is all jokes about 2020 there isn't one joke that doesn't relate to how miserable a year we just had and it's to kind of close things up that's how we'll explain it but what i need from you people is to just watch enjoy hit that like button comment because i want the good comments on youtube youtube is a dangerous gross place right shelby you know that world you, you don't know what you, their comment reaction might be. Yeah, and I it's think a lot disgusting. of people just yeah, a lot of people just go there to hate. Anyone that tries, they want to hate. And I'm gonna tell you right now, this special is made to be on Netflix. It's made to be on Showtime. It's made to be on HBO. It was done with you know real people that make these things like high. This is a high budget operation that we put together. So I want you guys. There was and, probably and, a, a grip. There was a grip. There was a craft services table. We had EPs. We have a director. We had five cameras. Listen, people, it's a COVID special that I want you all. I've never put out anything like this. So I took the opportunity with everything that's going on. Hey, while everyone's zigging, I'm zagging. So it's on YouTube. Get subscribed to the YouTube channel. That's all I'm going to talk about. I'll keep trickling out details as we get closer, but I know we're getting close now. So, But I need you people. You are the ones I need the most because you guys are fans, and I appreciate that. You guys, and when you comment, ooh, it feels like you're taking a feather straight to the seam of my nuts. Very excited. So, Shelby, how are you? How you been? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, you feeling okay? Boca. I'm in Boca. You Boca's- missed all the big snow here. I missed the snow. I, I had a moment where I was like, I can't even post a picture of myself here. Like, I, I don't feel right. Are you, 
but I did you're anyways. Miss, you're missing, you miss not only the white snow, but when it turns brown, you know? Yeah, man. I, as a New England native, yeah. I know the snow cycle and it's honestly, I'm done with it. I don't think I need it in my life. I, I used to take pride. I was like, I, you know, I could wear a t-shirt under a jacket. Look at me. You know, I'm a New England guy. I'm from New York. I'm, I never get cold. Now it's like, Enough already. I don't need that in my life. I'm retiring. I think this mm-hmm. is, I think Boca might be the vibe for me. That's amazing. Yeah, man. So very excited about today's guest. He, he has a brand new album. And again, we're on the subject of things that maybe you're not used to. But this is, there are ways that what you do, when I mention commenting on YouTube, that is a free thing for you to do that takes you zero minutes. That means the most to me. I appreciate it in a way you cannot even understand. And that's why when I bring a comedian on who is, you know, pimping their wares, so to speak, we need you to go check them out on all the, the streaming platforms that you're using already that you're already paying for. This next guy, he's hilarious comic. His album is called, yeah, he's been on the show before. Uh Yes. Yes, <laughs> Brandon, this Ooh. is the second time on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, retur- you have. Hold on. He's re- oh. uh, hit that button, Shelby. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. It's a guest we've heard before. Yep. Hilarious comic, Brendan Saglo. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> it is a pleasure. <laughs> I love doing podcasts and just hearing the different ecosystems of everyone's show. Yeah, <laughs> you guys got this uh, a, a returning guest button. <laughs> we have a lot of things. Here's the thing, and we're so excited to have you here. And Brendan's album is called "Not Now More Than Ever." Yeah, go follow Brendan. It's all over his social media at Brendan Saglo at Brendan Saglo. It's going to be all over my social media. I'll do a swipe up to the album. I listened to a few tracks. It's fantastic. He has a oh, great thanks, joke buddy. about ghosting. No friends with benefits. Friend, is that friend zoning? Friend zoning. Friend zoning. That's yeah. the one. The friend zoning bit is on his social media. That I'll put it out. And Engage right up the with ad- the guest on social media. Yes, please do that. I I want people because listen, I know what's up the audience's alley. I know what we like here. And Uh that friend zoning bit is very funny and something people are going to love. So I want everyone at Brendan Sagalo. Not now more than ever is the album. Listen, I I agree with you. I like when a podcast has an ecosystem. I, I hate when I go on a show and it's like so... What do you want to do? And I'm like, no, 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 no. This isn't, I didn't come here to produce and be the guest. No, no, no. I'm just, yeah, I'm just the joke guy. You, you figure it out. I just did a podcast. I'm done with, by the way, doing podcasts where I don't know the person. I used to do that all the time. People would hit me up. Hey, you want to do my podcast? I'm like, well, I'm a nobody. Let's get the name out there. I know four people listen to your show. That's four more people that are checking out my album. And that's the only way to live right now. But also that's how you live in comedy where it's like, say yes to everything and I'll deal with it as I come along. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, you know, I'm in that zone now where I'm like, I got to shut up a few times a week. Like, I'm doing three podcasts on my own. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, it begins. There's a line in that movie. Uh, I'm thinking about ending things. They do this whole monologue. about. You ever see that movie? That Charlie no. Kaufman film? It can't. It's a little weird, but I fucking love that movie. It's about relationships and it's this dark fucking thing. And they're talking about uh, they're doing a monologue about somebody who was in Hollywood. And they said something about, oh, she put so much art out that it, she became unmemorable. She put out mm. so much stuff. She was nobody even remembered who she was. And that's how I that's how hey. that changed everything. I was like, I got to fucking step back from <laughs> I was putting out three, four pictures on Instagram a day. Well, Brandon, you could put out some more. Maybe this is this might have been what I needed. The pep talk. I, I'm putting you, you're talking to the <laughs> principal. Uh, I'm the king of content. I'm the you know, the like, uh, I know you are, are the king. About? You are the king of content. I got two podcasts. I got a Patreon. I'm putting an album out. I'm putting <laughs> tweets on Instagram all the time. <laughs> this got really sad right away. You brought us to a place. I'm like, oh, I got to start putting out less. Nobody yeah. will ever remember me. Yeah, May, not even my parents don't even know my name anymore. I'm just a tweet on an Instagram screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. But there is a point to that, I think, right? Like, when do you, you got to want, people got to want it, right? 
Yeah, when when you put out too much shit, the fucking it it gets too <laughs> it gets too sense. much. People don't want to see yeah. you that much. I don't want think I I don't want to be online all the time. Yeah. I want to be. I want to live my fucking. The audience is touched. <laughs> they don't know what to do. I've well, never uh, I've never had like a like a condescending soundboard. <laughs> oh, it's a, this is this is the most condescending audience that we have here virtually every week. What? So, Brendan. <laughs> What podcast? What's the worst podcast experience you've ever had? Do you have a, a memory oh, of that? Well, no, not the 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 worst ones are the ones when I go on and they want to bust my balls because they think that this is tough crowd or something, mm. and I don't know you. If I don't know you and you're busting my balls, you, I actually might not like you. I might end up not liking you. So I've yeah. had that recently. This was like two weeks ago. This is where I was like, okay, I'm done going on shows where I don't know the fucking guy because we mm. go on, I talk. We're, we're going. I'm I'm fucking I'm hitting him. I'm zigging. He's zagging. I'm going. Well, that's the ah, thing. Cow. Like, and then, of, go I, ahead. I, I, let me. Then he goes, I say something. I'm, I'm fucking ki- I'm killing to, uh, to a point where I don't have to. You know, when you're on a and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm doing too much here. OK. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, I go, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, wow, that they're 20 minutes in, by the way. And he goes, wow, that's really interesting. Well, we got to talk about that on the show. And I go, we haven't been recording. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, I. That is, I. There is nothing worse in the world. I've always said this. I think I've probably said this here. I want to start a podcast called Save It for the Podcast, where you uh-huh. just start topics and then you cut off the topic midway through. You go, no, 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 no save it for the podcast because that's what happens. People don't know before you tape a show, you do get in these conversations. You're like, let's see, you know, you you come in on, you're at a nine. You're like, I want to make sure that I I get the most out of this show that I can get. Mm-hmm. I can get the people to follow me. I want to take people to Brendan Sagalow Island, and <laughs> I, I understand that. And then all of a sudden, they're like, you have this great conversation. They're like. Yeah, okay, we're going to start in 10 minutes. You're like, I'll, dude, I'll kill myself. what the fuck happened? <laughs> I, I I hate it. It's, 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 I mean, the stat soundboard actually just hurt my ears. So I, I, I think I'm done we with podcast. We turn it down in post. <laughs> so, so Brendan, you got an album out and we want everyone to go find it. And yes, at Brendan Sagalow on Instagram and then Twitter. Not now more than ever. Where did you tape it? Is it a COVID album? What's happening here? It's, so you, give us the one minute trailer. I, I recorded it on a roof. There is a COVID through line throughout the whole thing, but it is essentially just the jokes I've been doing for the like, you know, so, it's the accumulation of, you know, the, the good stuff that I've been doing for 10 years. And mm-hmm. plus, you know, you throw a fucking COVID line in there. You go, hey, you know. Now I can't go to the mall. One time I was at the mall. And uh, (laughs) well, you 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 have to acknowledge we're on a roof right now. And exactly. And also, you know, that's the thing. Like, again, like I don't want to like have the sad music every play every five minutes. But this is the this is the 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 spot comedians were put in. Maybe someone listening right now. Life has not changed in the last year. Good for them. But yeah, play, play the sad music. But comedians you know, Brendan's doing this, busting his ass for 10 years, putting together material. He's like, let's tape the album. And then it's like, you know, you get to the club and it just says like a big piece of plywoods over the door. Like, stay away. We yeah. can't go inside anymore. And what you did was you pivoted. You went to a rooftop. You got a bunch of people together to, you know, sit outside for an hour and uh-huh. you taped the album and now it's out and it probably sounds great. And, and it, you know, it's, you got some great videos on Instagram. That's what it's all about. You pivoted. It's amazing. That's what you yeah. Do. Yeah, it's great. It's, uh, you know, it, uh, all the people that came out, I'm so grateful <laughs> for. And I really felt like I was like, I was like, I got I, I got to do this. There's there's first yeah. of all, I'm dr- I'm going insane. There's really nothing. Yeah. I'm getting sick. You need a project. Of, I need a project. I'm sick of talking into my fucking webcam. I mean, this is fun, <laughs> obviously, but I'm sick. Of course. Of, I'm sick of fucking sitting down. And then do you, are you doing any Zoom shows? You do anything like that? Um, I kind of found a different way around it. I The Zoom shows I'll do every now and again. I like when it's like more of like a internet, like interview type of thing. Like yeah. when it's more podcast than it is stand up. But what I have done is I, I've been putting on uh, Instagram like, hey, swipe up. I'll do a Zoom right now. Zoom, and I just do it. That's right. And I play that music. <laughs> and that's how every show starts. And uh, But it's... Zoom, zoom. <laughs> 
<laughs> for me, for for me, I'm at a place. If this had if this had happened three years in a comedy, I wouldn't have known how to work on my comedy. No. Like now, I know. Like, hey, I want to go in the Zoom. I want to say this sentence. Hear how it sounds. I'll pull that sentence. Okay, now I have another. Like, I'm building my stand up. Like, I, but also, I, I'm doing some traveling. I'm doing shows. People, if you want to come, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, Naples. Um, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm, Omaha, Nebraska. So, like, I'm going to states that are, like, allowing people in the room. But, you know, just, just try and stay fresh. Are you doing the Zoom shows, too? Uh, here or there. If they're paying, I'm doing it. But yeah. I hate that feeling. This is the, the worst feeling is when you're you go on and you become the comedian that you are, even if it's mm. just like five percent more of who you are in regular life. But I'm coming sure. on. I'm going, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm doing stupid Zoom jokes where I'm like, am I lagging? You know, all yeah. that shit. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. and then sing, and, dancing and Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> and then the minute it's over. I just put my laptop down and now I'm just in my safe space, just it's, sitting there with no nothing. It's, it's it's gross. It's absolutely bizarre. Yeah, now we're back to sad music. I I do a lot. <laughs> that I sound effect like, is coming up a lot in this episode. I'm gonna be get ready. Yeah, this is we're gonna call this the sad one. No, yeah, zoom, zoom, zoom. That's the thing. Shall we play that music? This is what doing a zoom show is like. It's like play the zoom, zoom. It's like hey. Every no 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 go go zoom zoom music first because it's like you go in a yeah. zoom show you're like hey everybody how's it going yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. isn't going outside weird the mask is sucks and then you put the computer down and then it's sad music time and it's like what the fuck am I doing exactly dude uh, it's fucking shit. brutal this anybody is my that has now. <laughs> ever been in a zoom show just know the minute that comic leaves they're sitting where they were just sitting like sad looking at the wall that was in front of the computer yeah it's it, I, mean, I, I the only good ones that i've had have actually been corporate shows it's actually the corporate shows have been amazing because one they're paying and they're paying really well and it's a half hour. You used to have to go to someone's office or go to like an Italian restaurant's back banquet room, meet people, be like, they'd be like, oh, so you making it? You, you you do comedy, huh? Like you'd have to talk to the boss. You'd have to yeah. talk to the person that hired you. It was so awkward. Now Ugh. I go up. I only do a half hour, and I spend the first ten minutes like doing crowd work. And I learned it from Ray Ellen. He makes himself the host of the show so that you can make people the big screen. So wow. I'm just making fun of people's backgrounds. And then I go into 20 minutes of bits and it's fun. And I shut that computer and I'm like sitting there ca counting the cash. And I'm like, yeah, good on zoom, it. Like, I'm like happy. Zoom. And I'm dancing That's to zoom, such, zoom. That is such a good idea to make yourself the host because I've done mm. the Zoom shows where you, you got to like make fun of somebody or whatever. You're making fun of the squares and you're going, everyone, look at square three, mm -hmm. two B if you swipe when a you're couple the, of. When you're the host, you can highlight a square. So I highlight the square. It makes it the big screen. Now they're on stage with me, and I'm Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster. Look at their huge. apartment that's half done. You know, yeah. like so. Let's do the show. Um, everyone, go follow Brendan at Brendan Sagalow at Brendan Sagalow. Not now, more than ever. That's the album. He's hilarious. You're yes. gonna love it. I'm gonna have a swipe up in my social media. Um, also, he's got a podcast out. Oh, if you want to add to your podcast, give me the one-minute trailer before we start the emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. It's called Here's the Scenario. It's with Mike Cannon and Mike Feeney, both hilarious comics, people mm -hmm. that like rubber stamp all three of you guys are so funny together. So I think that is a great podcast for anyone to add to their uh, to their Rolodex. Uh, here's the scenario. What is it? So basically, it's uh, it's us three. We're you know we're best friends. The chemistry is there. We don't even fake it, uh, and we we basically answer questions from our listeners or from the internet if we don't have anybody giving in questions. Where it's basically, you know, this is what I've been saying. I haven't even told them, and I've been saying this, but they would yell at me about this. But I, it's basically, how much would you suck it? suck a dick for the podcast <laughs> okay. so we ask each other questions we go you know i think like if you were president for the day yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. <laughs> fucking jesus christ dude i i want to fight shelby i think <laughs> every time he plays a sound effect i i want to go over to his house and i want to beat the crap out of him Cla with the soundboard that's because he nails it so hard classic so shelby hard. nails yeah, another it, one hit that button shelby it. he nails it <laughs> so i uh, know i love that i i mean honestly Honestly, um, how much would you suck a dick for the podcast? Someone just said, that's for me. So many people heard you describe it and they went, nope, never going to listen to it. 
That's but fine. Someone did just say, I am in. That's all you because yeah. I heard that and I go, yeah, I kind of want to listen now. So let's go. It's called Here's the Scenario. Go check it out. Let's do the emails. What does this guy want? J Train, thank you for all you do. I listen to every episode. Your advice has changed my relationship tenfold. Feather, feather, feather. Here's the deal. I met a guy on Hinge. He's 30. I'm 23. In September last year, we went on two dates, and on the second date, we made out, got handsy, but that is all. He invited nice. me to come to his place, and I declined. He continued texting me after, but that, but wasn't making date plans, so I fell off for a few. Uh, fell off after a few weeks. Cue the holidays. I hit him up, and we start texting daily for a few weeks. Nothing flirty, but friendly. I sent him a job referral in January. We share the same profession. And to thank me, he comes over and gifts me some things for my new dog. This was two weeks ago, and we've hung out platonically four or five times since. I enjoy spending time with him, but I'm not sure if I'm being friend zone and don't know if I'm setting myself up to get hurt later. The only possible sign of any interest from him is that he's touchy, but he hasn't said, texted, or done anything that indicates he wants to date. How do I make it clear uh, I'm into him without losing the friendship? Maybe I'm delusional, but I do think he's interested. We laugh nonstop. We have a lot of common, a lot, a lot in common. So why hasn't he made a move? Photos of me and him down below. So she sent photos of them. Damn. She is beautiful. He is gorgeous. He's model esque. I mean, they're both. They they look like. They you they'd walk in and the room would all hate them as a couple. I'll, I'll say <laughs> okay. So Brendan Brendan Segla, what do you think is going on here? Look, this is easy, dude. It's like you know that they're into each other. They hooked up before. He is in her life. I, I think this can go without saying. Like as you know, I don't know how old they are, but you get to a certain point he's where you 30, go. He's yeah, okay. thirty. He she's twenty three. Okay, he's thirty. She's twenty three. Jesus, he's thirty. He doesn't want any more friends. OK, he does not want he's not looking for any sure. more friends, but I don't think he knows what to do. I think he he's playing by why. But what you're doing, I think I've been in that position where I go, I'm going to follow her lead. But that yeah. always leads to a brick wall. So he's got to make the move. But you got to kind of nudge him in that kind of way. You have I, to go like, I, you know, yeah, I, I think it's so interesting. Follow the leader. I totally agree with that sentiment because what you said is very true. And men do this a lot because we don't want to be blamed for the thing that we really want. So this guy, to me, he's not different than the guy you met on Hinge. He met you on Hinge. He was attracted. You're attracted to him. He's 30. Here's the difference between dating a 30-year-old and a 23-year-old. They know the stakes. They know what is going to happen on the other end. They know what they're getting into before they get into it. He is not a dummy in this scenario. He also doesn't want to be your friend. She writes, how do I make it clear I'm into them without losing the friendship? There is no friendship here. Yeah. There is no friendship here. This guy went on two dates. He tried to get you to come home with him. He is still that guy that tried to get you to come home with him. Now he's just posting up and keeping you as an option for when you say, ah, come upstairs. And now it's you inviting him upstairs instead of him making this grand gesture of having a third date and entering. He's basically in front of him. There's a split in the, in the road. And if he goes date three, date four, date five, that road takes him towards relationship. Phil, he is trying to get you to go down, um, casual unsaid other road. Mm. And because and she's saying it's so weird because he's platonic, but he is handsy. It's like, yeah, he's letting you know with his actions. Hey, like I'm being a little, you know, I'm touching the small of your back. I'm waiting for you to take this into physicality without me making a gesture that says it's about more than that. That's my belief. But that's not on her. I think I think what it is, I think it's not on her at all. I'm I'm just saying I'm giving what he's doing. I'm saying she has to be aware of what's going on. Like the idea that like, well, I don't want to lose the friendship, but I think we're really into each other. Like, I I don't know if he's even thinking of it that way. You Yeah, you couldn't have been more right when you say there is no friendship here. Okay, you're not losing a friendship. Just just get that out of there. You're not gaining a friendship either. Okay, (laughs) no, you're this is a guy. Maybe it was the way you said no 
when he asked if he could come up or whatever. Maybe maybe he goes maybe he walked away from that going, ah, shit, I was a little too aggressive. Let me take it slow with this girl. I really like her. I get got to get respectful. And then he's just kind of afraid to make moves because I don't know, maybe it's some sort of energy that she's putting off. I don't know. I, I think that's, you know, I understand what you're saying where it's like to me, that's living in like the the tail ends of the curve. Like I'm like, if I'm looking at the fat meaty part of the, of, of the bell curve, I'm looking at a guy and look at how he began date one, date two, little handsy made out. He invited me to his place. I declined. Then they continue texting and he never makes plans. And she's like, fuck this. She saw this for what it was. And it's like, now he's back. You know, now she's sending job referrals. It's pleasant, but he's not making a date. He knows he can do that. Like, yeah, he is not a dummy. So I, I think to her, what I would say to her is like, she says, how do I make it clear I'm into him without losing the friendship? Maybe I'm delusional, but I do think he's interested. I think he's interested, but I also think he's most interested in not being the guy who had sex with you and then never continued into a relationship. Yeah. So, like, to me, what she has to say is she has she has to be willing to lose this guy to gain him. So it, it becomes, hey, this has been, like, a lot of fun. I'm attracted to you. We met on a dating app. I am not looking for friends. This is turning into more of a friendship. I get the vibe that you're into me, and I think you know that I'm into you. But I'm also not just looking to come hang out at your apartment late at night and go, I want to go on dates. I want to be taken out. I want a real relationship. If mm. you don't want that, then we kind of have to back off from this like friendship, you know, professional buy my dog's treats type of relationship because yeah. it's becoming confusing for me. <laughs> it's okay to go, this thing confuses me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that if you let him know, hey, I'm generally confused. We met and go through the timeline. Met on a dating app. We made out. You didn't make a date. I backed away. Now you're back because we're texting and we're having fun. Do you want to date me or do you not? Because I need to be able to get, I need, I need to work this out on my end because if you want to date me, like I'm game for it. Like I'm attracted to you. We, that's how we started. But if this is more like a professional contact that you're making, uh, it's getting too confusing for me. I have to back away. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Fucking communication is the key to to this. Next time you guys see each other, you have to just go like make fucking push his button a little bit. Just go like go like, you know, you, you know, say something where it's if he even remotely says anything like I'm pretty good with women. You're like, oh, are you? Because, you know, we push it like bust his balls a little bit. And if he doesn't make a move after that, if it doesn't click in his head, oh, I got to make the move right now. And yeah. then. I mean, Take are, are it you to this next thing? I mean, here's a question to ask yourself. Is he telling you about the other women he's dating? Is he telling you about his dating app in, interactions? If he's oh, yeah. not, then why is he holding that information back if you're such friends? Hey, bro, how are the apps treating you lately? That's what I would say. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, and then it's yeah. like, um, um, I don't know. They're, they're treating me. Um, I'm not even on what's dating. Like, it's like, dude, the, the thing is, you can't let someone who used to know what to do off the hook for now, all of a sudden, not knowing yeah. what to do. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Hello Tushy. Do you have a butthole? Then this ad is for you. Listen, people, I can't tell you how much I love my Hello Tushy. As you know, I've been in Florida recently. I'm back in New York. I'm back. And I got to say, the thing I miss most about New York was my Hello Tushy, was the beauty of a wipeless journey that's the thing i came back here my butthole was like get back to new york you gotta stop rubbing that harsh paper all over me and now i'm back and i came right upstairs to my apartment sprinted to the toilet and i just i didn't even poop i just went for the tushy i just went to get a little spray down and that that's the thing about it it's a luxury it's a luxury at the right price you shouldn't be living the way you're living right now because the future of toileting has arrived you don't read the pay the newspaper uh news on the paper anymore so why would you wipe with it that's a weird line you don't read news on the paper you don't read the news on paper anymore so why would you wipe with it it's a good premise i understand what they're saying we're in a paperless world And that's what Hello Tushy's all about. The brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 Modern Bidet Attachment is here. 
It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. That's right. Easy to install is a big deal here, and affordable, of course. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself before and after use with the Smart Spray Automatic Self-Cleaning Nozzle. And the knobs are antimicrobial. They've thought of everything. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. That's that's something I want you to think about for two seconds. Whatever you spent on toilet paper this year, do me a favor. Take that number. I, I'm sure you have it right in your accounting. I'm sure you have that number offhand. Take that number, multiply it by 0.80, and that is your savings, right? That's your savings. There it is. Money in your pocket. That math might have been wrong. Maybe that's how much you pay. I don't know. But let's just say 80% is a big number. So it pays for itself in just a few months. With Hello Tushy, you never wipe again. Just poop, spray, dry, and go. Okay, so I guess the dry part. I use one square. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you know. I, I, I'm going to dab at the end, but it's not like it used to be. Again, 80%. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. And if you are already got a tush on your pot, you can upgrade to the new 3.0 model. If you're new to the revolution, join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers. I am one of them right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain to get 10, 10, 10. 10% off. This is a special offer just for you. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash JTrain. Hellotushy.com slash JTrain, 10% off. And say hello to a clean butt. The JTrain podcast is brought to you by Native Deodorant. It's time for a fresh start. And with Native Deodorant, that's that's the best way you could do it. What a, what a small step towards a great fresh start. And I used to be a natural deodorant hater. My girlfriend would use it. I'd make fun of her. I'd be like, oh, you're going to run out in your, your hemp sweatshirt and go to the woods and hang out with your friends and do cartwheels in the leaves. And she'd be like, ha, ha, ha. Then native deodorant came into my life. Native aluminum-free deodorant is a great addition to your routine. Native cares about what you put on your armpits. That's why their deodorant's ingredients include things that you've actually heard of. Coconut oil, shea butter, another plus. None of their products are tested on animals. Almost everything is vegan. Native is risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. And the best part is they have options. That's the best part. Usually... Here's where, this is evolution, people. This is what we're doing. You start with the natural deodorant and it's, you know, a pine cone that you rub on yourself. And you're like, this is better, but not great. And then Native Deodorant comes along and they come along with a line of sensitive deodorants for people with baking soda sensitivities and plastic-free deodorants if you're trying to cut down your plastic consumption, plus even an unscented option if you're all about your natural scent. And if you want to try something a little different, check out their rotating seasonal scents. I love that. See? Evolution, people. Native deodorant has these seasonal scents. And I, I remember the best one. I The one I love the most is the Christmas one because it was like putting on a candy cane. It puts you in the mood. You can even subscribe to Native so you'll never have to sweat about running out to, uh, running out of deodorant again and again. That, what I love about a membership, subscribing to Native, make the mailman work for you. No more waiting in line. No more going, oh, I got to go to CVS today. No, 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 no. It's, it, take out that middle man or woman. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash JTrain or use promo code JTrain at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash JTrain or use promo code JTrain at checkout for 20, 20, 20% off your first order. JTrain podcast at gmail.com, JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with Brendan Saglow. At Brendan Saglow, the album, not now, more than ever. Go, go, go. You can listen to it literally anywhere you are streaming music. You are now a streamer. You are streaming music somewhere. You have Spotify. You have Apple Music. You have one of the platforms. You type in Brendan Saglow, there's an album there waiting for you to listen to and enjoy. Mm -hmm. To slide into the DMs, or no. 
Hello, all the compliments. I was emailing to ask you about yours and wonderful guest's opinion on the Instagram story replies, DM sliding etiquette. Obviously, there's a fine line between creepy and wanted interaction on social media. But what is the male perspective on a girl responding to a story uh, a story post or even bolder, an unsolicited DM. I've never been a dating app user, so I sometimes turn to Instagram for post-COVID uh, flirtation and always hesitate when reaching out to guys I'm interested in. I've also not been single for a while and overthink a lot of online interactions, so just would love to hear the male perspective. So excited to see you in Fort Lauderdale. Thank you. So what do you think, Brendan? Uh, look, if a woman is sliding into your... DMs, if they're responding to anything, I, I mm. take that as and maybe that's just my ego, but I just take that as, oh, she's kind of into it because yeah. because you really don't have to. I mean, again, we're at an age where I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. If you're a woman and I even respond to your DM, I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into you. I, I don't I'm not going to talk to you if you know what I mean? I, not to be a weirdo about it, but no, I'm just, the, well, the, the the penis runs is, is it, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Brendan Saglo, the heartthrob. Um, no, but, but here's the thing. The penis is in charge. Just remember that. Like, you know, the the and I don't say that to like alleviate assholes. I don't say that to like defend anyone who acts like a monster. But I am saying you are going into the lion's cage every time you send a DM. Listen to how Brendan just answered that question. He's like, yeah. if, you're de- if you're DMing me, you're into me. Like, yeah. that is how guys generally operate. Even a tenth of that, they're operating that way. So you walk into the lion's cage, you got to expect that you're going to be bit, but you're going to be bit without your feelings felt, you know, like kind of like, you know, defended and and again this language that i'm speaking in could be taken in a way where people are like whoa whoa so you just are gonna like bite anyone that comes in no what i'm saying is you come into the dms here's what happens guy looks at your message reads it goes straight to your profile yeah 100 no question straight to the profile then it's him and his penis just kind of like what do we think yeah, 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 exactly. We, if you have any like picture, I, I mean, if I see a picture with you and a guy and you guys are like, to, I, I look at the date and I go, oh, okay, never mind. Shoot. And I'm I just, out. Yeah, I'm out. You just like the comment. Thanks. I, I'm happy you think I'm funny. But in let's let's say your profile is closed off. Now we're taking a magnifying glass trying to look at that one little profile picture. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and it's like, so then that's happening. So then we're like, okay, I think she looks like my type. Yeah. Then it becomes so. So again, if you're going to slide into the DMs, you have a private profile. Know that they are feeling you out and trying their best to not be a dick. While also, like, there's a point where a guy goes, "Well, now I got to follow. I got to then I can look at them, see if mm. I'm into it. Then I'll unfollow after we talk and see if anything." You're just entering into a world where this guy is like, oh, she likes me so much she had to message me, and now I'm in a little bit more control than I have been in my whole life. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You could always tell when someone's not into you, too. When you're having a conversation with somebody over DMs, if if there is not like a follow-up question, if there's no cutesy to it, yeah, if there's yeah. nothing to it, if it feels professional, then they're not into it, okay? if But if they're like, if they're keeping the conversation going, I think... No one wants to talk to anybody. Nobody wants yeah. to talk to anybody platonically. Especially anymore. people, especially people they don't know. Yeah. And it's like, we all have friends. We've all gotten to this point without friends. You know, and I think the other thing, but this is all kind of, it's a woman writing in. This is all kind of like buyer beware is what we're talking about. Like mm. you send a DM, a, you know, be ready to like pull out as soon as you pulled in. Like it's okay. Like the, yes. the, 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 this has to. Be, if you're gonna DM someone, you have to be ready to be like, I "Took my shot. That's it." And you also have to hold what you want out of this. What do you want? It's okay to go. I think this guy's cute. I want to go on a date with them. That is totally fine because at least if you go in knowing that you can't really get down a road of like messaging with someone for six months and then never seeing them and then them being like, hey, meet up tonight. Like, no, 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 no. I want a date out of this guy. I think he's cute. I think he looks fun. His pictures look like someone I would want to know. That's totally fine and innocent. Just know that a lot of people see your fine and innocent approach and take advantage of that. And they go, 
Oh, it's like Bumble. Like Bumble just recently went public and, you know, Whitney um, Wolf, I think her name is, whoever the CEO of Bumble, the woman that created it, she's now a billionaire. And I love, like, give it up for her. Like, good for you. Get your money. Like, you created the best mousetrap. She did it, though, on on a marketing campaign that was based in, this is the feminist dating app. Any guy you talk to about Bumble loves Bumble because it's a woman matching with you. So when you match, a guy doesn't take a guy takes every match as she is attracted to me. Yes. That might not be what you meant, but that is how it is taken. So now of the 10 women that were attracted to you, the one saying hi to you, the one that's talking first, thought you were so attractive and so pursuable that they pursued. So now that gives a guy a certain amount of control because now they own a thought in your head. Now they know that they are in the driver's seat. Oh, she's into me. I don't know. Maybe she's into me enough to that we just keep it casual. Maybe she's into me enough where, you know, we meet up later tonight. You know, but you are but again, Bumble also is great because it's protection for women. They're not just getting message from everyone they match with. So I understand mm-hmm. why that is also a good thing. But I'm saying this idea so the same thing goes for DMs. Exactly. You are entering in you came walking in. Nobody pulled you in. So the guy is feeling this ego is making him feel like he is in control. Yeah. And with the DMs is I think DMs, the whole sliding into DMs thing gets this stigma of, yeah, okay, you're we're sliding into DMs is basically like (laughs) drilling a hole in a bathroom stall. That's kind of how that's the stigma that it feels like. But really, it is just going like, ha ha or doing like a little even if you put a fucking heart's face on my story. I, I get a little blood in my penis. I, yeah, I, I yeah. look at I go, OK, she that little emoji makes me fucking go. OK, she's into this. Yes. In and, some and, way. and she's and, taking time out of her day to talk to me. So so that's something to know. So just know this is the ego of man. It is our biggest <laughs> fault. But it is also something to be aware of and yeah. to acknowledge like. Listen, we're telling you it's raining out, so bring an umbrella. So what does that mean? Rain hey, come. It, yeah, it's like, it, Brendan hopes. So <laughs> here's here's what I would say to her. If you're going to slide into DM, be direct, be honest, be vulnerable, and give someone no way to do anything other than the thing you want. What does that mean? Hey, I think you're I just was looking at your profile. I understand this is super creepy, super out of left field. I just think you you seem cute and fun. Here's my number. I'd love to do drinks sometime if you're up for it. That is the standard. Now, yeah. that guy has no choice. He, sure, he can DM with you all day long. Hey, well, cool. Nice to meet you. You can go ahead and DM, but it has been established. I have given number. I want date. Anything less than that is something other than what I asked for. Yes, that's so true. And And – it's so easy with guys. If you do yeah. that nine out of 10 times, we're like, we'll probably end up texting you. Yeah. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Brendan Sagalow at Brendan Sagalow. Go follow, go follow, go follow the podcast. He has is here's the scenario. He has described it as, will you suck a dick for a hundred dollars? The podcast. So if you guys are into that, go it. It's called, here's the scenario. At Brendan Sagalow, new album, not now more than ever. This one's called Can the Contract Be Re-Renegotiated? Mm. Hi, Jay and Weekly Guests. The po- love the podcast. Looking forward to seeing you live in West Palm in a few weeks. I can't wait. Coming to West Palm, baby. I'm wondering if it's possible to redefine the relationship contract multiple times. Backstory. So for those that are new here, Brendan, you know, Shelby knows this. I talk a lot about relationships are just contract negotiations. You're just sitting there. You are, and you're saying, I want this. They say, I want that. And you go, okay, where can we find the in-between of these two things? Where can we find a place where we're both happy enough just to be together with this contract? That's right. Sitting down, big cigar. You're like, I want... I want blowjobs. And she's like, I want dinners. And it's like, okay, <laughs> we'll do drinks. You know, like they, that's the the scenario. Okay. I'm wondering if it's, okay, so backstory. 
I started dating this guy after moving back from school in 2019. We met and be quickly became exclusive, met each other's friends. He met my mom. We're super comfortable with each other. Around the four-month mark, things get uh, between us seemed to be fizzling out. And although I initiated the breakup conversation, I was super bummed how quickly he seemed to agree to breaking things off. That has happened a million times. Of course. Times. I mean, that's yeah. the that's the... That's the, the story. That's the story. Yeah. If you're a guy and some chick is like, I think we should end this. Anything less than or anything, any move that you make that isn't. Yeah, totally. I think so, too. You're a fucking chode, dude. <laughs> if, you, if you're like, what? Why? Like, I, I well, see and, this. and it's also like you're either in love and you're like, no, we have to figure this out. We got to fuck. Or you're like, oh, here's. The, oh, you open the side door where I'm not an asshole for ending this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ta-ta! You know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, she says four months in, she's like, things seem to be fizzling out. And I, you know, and I initiated the breakup. I was super bummed how quickly he seemed to agree to breaking things off. She's like, you know, I'm really thinking. He's like, yep, gotta go. I'm all packed. Like, what? (laughs) Totally, yeah. Fast forward to the COVID era last spring. We were both single, started a friends with benefits situation. Nothing serious at all, but after realizing I had still had buried feelings for him, I ended this and we cut communications until this December. He sent me a late night come over message. Note, we had not been speaking before this. I answered the next morning, LOL, at least take me to lunch first. I like that response from her. Me too. I like because, you know, it's saying, hey, I'm here for it, but I'm not here for that. Like, I I actually, I I like that response. Boundaries. Again, it's an acknowledgement that she is kind of, you know, hey, I am missing you, but I'm not missing you that much. And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but the suggestion for lunch was avoided on his part. Okay, that should tell you everything. To help myself mentality, uh, to help myself mentally move on and attempt to f- help find myself uh, from falling into a hookup relationship, I deleted his number and all previous messages in an effort to move on in 2021. Well, I think she did the most healthy thing with LOL. Let me take me to lunch first. And I think she did the least healthy thing by just being like, I'll just delete those and it's over. Like, I think at that point you it's easier. You have to, it's easier to mentally move on when you tell someone, Hey, this is not, not an option anymore. Like yeah. you have kind of left the door open. You didn't delete the number from his phone. So let me just put that out there. Okay. Now it's February and I was out with a couple of my girlfriends for a drink. I'm from Fort Lauderdale. So we do have outdoor drinking options down here. Yeah, they have everything drinking down options. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I <laughs> love this thing. Indoor. I, lo- I love this thing where everyone's like, oh, you know, you know, no. Some places are just open, and Fort yeah. Lauderdale is one of them. Yeah, and I run it. I run it. Oh, go. And I run into him at the bar. We set our highs and returned to our groups, but ended up seeing each other throughout the night, and he slept at my house. Dun, dun, dun. While I know that fee, uh, that having him over after seeing each other out was a huge mistake. Listen, it's not a huge mistake. It's just it happened. If I don't want a friends with benefits situation again, is it possible to renegotiate a hookup situation with an ex? In other words, is it too late to ask for something more serious from him uh, from this if we've already slipped back into the casual habits? And if he's not willing to get serious with me, any tips for moving on uh, from the on and again, off again, ex? sincerely third time's a charm so what do we think no at any minute you can renegotiate there is no there is no oh fuck i slipped up and we had casual sex now this is just the precedent no you can also go hey i don't i don't want that anymore he might go all right well you know i might just keep bugging you because it worked last time yeah you can go you can try go for it that's fine whatever but i actually do want the lunch and the dinner and like i actually want to be taken a little bit more seriously than that yeah, that it, it is. Um, it's interesting what you just said, because guys operate in this like thing. Like, I don't think any guy thinks he's being destructive. Like, I, I, I tend to look towards the good in people. And I don't think the guy who saw you out and was like, but like, yeah. you know, like, like <laughs> yeah. he's kind of like, whoops, we <laughs> fucked again. And I, 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 yeah. I think a lot of guys don't really see the destruction of their actions. Like she's actually emotionally invested in, hey, maybe third time's a charm. I don't think he's thinking that way. He has had nothing but opportunities to get back in touch with you in the way that would make you feel good about this. She asked, can this be renegotiated? Absolutely. 
you, you but you the the tough part about negotiations is you have to be unafraid of getting of not getting what you want. Like you have mm-hmm. to be unafraid of walking away from the negotiation table. That that's the thing people forget. Relationships are negotiations, but you have to also be willing to go find your your contract partner somewhere else. And yeah. that's the only way it works because I the one thing I'll add to what you said Brendan is I think she has to break up with him. I think it's it's one or the other at this point. He has mm-hmm. had the opportunity to get to know you. He's had the opportunity to get to trust you enough to have sex with you. The 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 free play is over. At this point, you have to say to him, "Hey, like I emotionally need more from this. It makes me feel bad doing what we've been doing." If yeah. you can do more, like just like in her text, LOL, at least take me to lunch. If you can do a lunch, if you can like put the effort towards like, hey, let's see what this is. I'm down for that. But if you're not looking to make that effort at all, I need to end things with you because I can't have us seeing each other and you feeling comfortable enough to just like, but here's my dick. You know, like yeah, you, can't, yeah, yeah. you can't, you have to know the consequences that, exists here maybe you didn't you know benefit of the doubt maybe you didn't know that there were consequences with my emotions last time when we saw each other in the bar but now you do it's yeah. over for me if you can't do these other things of course it's a big part of the negotiations are setting those boundaries almost instantaneously because if you set a boundary you just go this is this is the future i'm telling you what can happen if you do not follow these instructions for me and then Absolutely. if they do that it makes it so much easier to just go, look, I set the boundary. I told you what I wanted. I, I, I'm not I'm not keeping this from you. I'm communicating with you. You're not following it. Then fucking I got to go. Bye. I'm sorry. The J Train podcast is brought to you by Brooke Lennon. How's your comforter looking these days? Take a look. Think about it. How's it looking? Be honest. Maybe a little lumpy. Maybe a little deflated. No longer has the same fluff it used to. Hmm. Hmm. Is it time for a refresh? I think it is. Brooklinen's the way to go. I'm going to say I have the Brooklinen comforter. I got the sheets. Beautiful. Amazing. But here's when I knew it was good. I knew it was great. But here's when I was like, whoa. My mom asked me for Brooklinen. My mom goes, I heard they're amazing. I need them. I need them, she said. When your mom, when 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 some of these products make it to mom world, you go, oh, this is for real. Brooklinen is for real, and it's about growing up. It's about evolving. You know, you're sitting there. You got old sheets from college. You're you're an adult now. It's time to have adult bedding. And Brooklinen creates beautiful, high quality bedding and home essentials. They were. That's the thing. When you go from t-shirt sheets and risers on your bed in the dorm room to regular New York life, whatever big city life you're doing, oh, okay, I got to look like a human. I got to look like a, a man or a woman or, you know, you know I got to look like I'm ready for the day. Brooklinen's the way to do it. Brooklinen creates beautiful, high-quality bedding and home essentials. They work directly with manufacturers to give you a fair price. No middlemen, no markups. Their comforters come in lightweight, all-season, and ultra-warm to suit every type of sleeper and lifestyle. I love that. There's even a weighted comforter option for stress relief. Love that. They also offer a variety of materials, including an eco-friendly recycled-down alternative. Love that. See? Choices, options, it's all here for you. Brooklinen's comforters pair perfectly with their sheets, pillows, and duvet covers. There's a reason Brooklinen has over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. And one of those is my mom. I'm telling you, mom approved. Treat yourself to ultimate comfort with Brooklinen's comforter collection. Go to brooklinen.com. Use promo code JTRAIN25 to get $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter promo code JTRAIN25 for $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code JTRAIN25. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. Here with Brendan Saglow at Brendan Sagalo, go, 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 go. Follow on Instagram. I'm going to have the swipe up and all that stuff. Um, so listen, we're going to do an email with an attachment. Is that okay? This is sent as a luxury lounge. I do on Patreon. I have a 
Patreon-only episode called Luxury Lounge where we discuss luxury issues, okay? And uh, basically, it's a place to commiserate and be able to complain about things that maybe someone could go, hey, there's more important things in the world. And if anyone wants to join, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Brendan, let's do, uh, the, they're calling this a luxury lounge, but let's do it. You ready? Okay, yeah, I just got it. I'm looking at it right now. Shelby, you got it? Yeah. Okay. Jared, longtime listener and Patreon subscriber too. Love your stuff. Anyways, I'm attaching a hinge convo because this issues needs attention. What the fuck is with this ham comment? Is that like the poor man's turkey? Help. Okay, so let's read this. Okay, I hate this guy's face. <laughs> he does look annoying. I mean, um, I'll be him. You be him. I'll be her. And this uh, is a hinge conversation. We'll blur out his face, but because okay. we can't show it oh, on Instagram. God. But okay, yeah. okay. Hot take so, of a. Hot so this take. is his. This is okay. his opening on Hinge. He he gets the match, and this is how he approaches a woman that he wants to go on dates with. Supposedly. Already starting off with self-loathing, too, in a way. He's yeah. like, hot take of a question here, but uh, turkey or ham at Thanksgiving? Oh, my God, turkey. Is ham a thing? Ha, ha, ha. This is preposterous. Um. Yes, ham is a thing. Low-key offended at that comment with a, a laughing, crying face. There's no way that's a thing. Ha ha ha! I need proof. Does your family make ham? LOL. And then he just never answered. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so what do you think, uh, Brennan? You do you do ham at Thanksgiving? Should there be a problem? Should he be offended? What do you Look, think? Let's go around the horn here because Shelby, I want you in on this conversation. I got to tell you, I don't give a fuck about ham or turkey. I hate this conversation. It's so fucking basic to me. I, this is why I hate dating apps. I hate people <laughs> going like, let me ask you something. You like cats or dogs? I want to blow yeah. my fucking brains out at shit like this. <laughs> I hate it so much. Uh, as far as the whole ham or turkey things going, I'll take both. But it is turkey yeah. at Thanksgiving. Let's not let's not uh, misconstrue that. It is turkey. If there's ham, yeah. I'll take it. But. That's okay. If there was just ham, there may be, hey, where's the turkey? What are we doing here? Yeah. You can Shelby, have turkey you... without ham. Well, yeah, well, Shelby, what think, are your thoughts? She's probably thinking of like deli meat. She's not considering the honey baked ham. That's true. This is the thing. And and I think, you know, this might be a religious thing. Like as a Jew, you're not seeing ham at Thanksgiving. That's just not going to happen. It's just... And and I don't even keep kosher, but the idea that like a honey baked ham just feels very not Jewish to me. It's Christmas. You get honey baked Christmas. ham on Christmas. That's the only time and, that's where it's ever like that's the main fucking thing. Yeah, I don't think it's preposterous. I, I disagree with her because here's the thing. You know, at my Thanksgiving, there might be brisket like we might have like other meats like it is. A, I think it's let you know, I guess. He's saying turkey or ham. So it is preposterous that you would pit the two against each other. To me, if you're making, to me, I wouldn't want to date someone that puts anything in an either or situation. Like to me, like you yeah. should be able to walk up to a, listen, Thanksgiving should be self-serve on a counter, many things for yes. you to dip in and out of. Yeah. The idea that you're like, will you be having the turkey or the ham tonight? I'm like, I'm in the wrong house. I'm dating the wrong person. Yeah, I also I think we're very much skipping over the fact how much this conversation sucks. I, yeah. I just picture these people like, <laughs> how did you meet conversation? And then, oh, we were on Hinge. He asked me if blah, 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 blah. that's exactly what would happen if someone was telling me how they met. And it was this scenario. He asked me if I liked <laughs> ham or turkey and ha ha ha. And then I take out a switchblade and I cut everybody's throat and then I kill myself. Well, that's how I feel about this. <laughs> that's the thing. He, he she does try to play along. I do believe in like play along, but it's like it felt like he here's how, you know, someone is really just not good at these dating apps, turkey or ham. And he's like, yes, ham is a thing. He had nowhere to go with this. Like she's no. sitting there being like, that's but she made an opinion. At least she's going. Yes, she, he, he like I am like, listen, I am a person. You got to make a right or a left on a dating app. He says turkey or ham at Thanksgiving. She goes, turkey. I'm making a turkey turn. You're preposterous. 
I and I think her answer is so much more developed than his his response because then he's like, yes. um, yes, ham is a th- is a thing. Low key offended at that comment, dude. He's not even really offended. He's low key offended. This guy can't take a position on anything. She's yeah. like, no, like here's the thing. You are always going to be better off on a dating app taking a position because. Listen, she the luckiest thing she ever had happen was him not answering because you don't want to date the person that has no opinions on anything. You want people that are confident enough to gain people from their opinion and lose people from their opinion. This yeah. guy is sitting in the waffle zone, which is nobody you want to ever date. That is not someone who knows that they want to be in a relationship. You'll be six months in with them. They'll be like, I don't know if I'm ready. That's the type of person like you can find out a lot from people from how they do things on these apps. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's very insightful. I, I didn't even realize that until you said that this guy seems like, a you know, whatever. Yeah, not to shit on Fine, the guy, but, but no, no, no. But he like does seem like a, learn. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think you dodged a bullet here with the whole turkey or ham thing. I mean, what the fuck are we doing? This is it's insane. <laughs> this is insane to me. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com Brendan Saglow. Thank you so much for coming on. This is fantastic. Wow. Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. A blast. Everyone go follow at Brendan Saglow at Brendan Saglow. The album. Not now more than ever. That's the album in his podcast. Here's the scenario. I'll have swipe ups on my Instagram. Shelby. What a pleasure having you back. How are you, Shelby? Thanks for having me. Doing pretty good. Love it. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. We are here Mondays and Thursdays. Keep spreading the word again. YouTube, get subscribed. The special is coming. Make sure you're ready to hit those keys with a positive comment. We'll be back next episode. Boom.